It's a type of depression that's related to changes in the season, especially during the winter. Conveniently, the acronym spells SAD, which I think sums up uh-huh. what oh, it is. I don't think I knew that. I don't. I didn't notice. Scrabble, here we go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because sometimes I, when we're at the bottom of the well, we can't see the light above. You and know? I think giving yourself permission to be not okay. Right. It's okay to not be okay, right? And then also giving yourself permission to not be stretched too thin. You don't have to go to every holiday party. It's time for another edition of Valley Health Check with our friends from Horizon Health. You can go to MyMixFM.com and scroll through numerous segments from diabetes to sports medicine to, gosh, Medicare, Medicaid, so many different things all over the spectrum that you can check out. You can always check out our friends at MyHorizonHealth.org. And we're going to talk about something pretty important and very timely. And the person to get us started from Horizon Health, Aaron Frank. Aaron, how are you? Good. How are you, Kevin? Doing well. Welcome back to the studio. Thanks for having me. Yes. So today, Kevin, I have with me Tara Ogle. Tara is a licensed clinical social worker at our um, senior care program. And then she also is the uh, manager of the crisis services um, in our community in Edgar County. They have a living room program and and some other really great things that they do over there. But she's been um, in her field for over 20 years and, and is a great asset for us today. All right. Well, Tara, welcome to our Valley Health Check. Thanks for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. We're going to talk about today seasonal affective disorder, something 15 years ago, I probably didn't know what it was. And it is pretty prevalent. Now more people are, are learning, and, and but I think it's an important thing to talk about. So let's start off. What is it? It's a type of depression that's related to changes in the season, especially during the winter. Conveniently, the acronym spells SAD, which I think sums up uh-huh. what it is. I don't think I knew that. I don't. I didn't notice. Scrabble, here we go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty interesting out of all that time knowing that I didn't know that so I think it's I think it's super interesting because you do wonder is it real you know like right. I know that this happens to me but that doesn't mean it's a diagnosis that doesn't mean it's a thing that's acknowledged formally in the healthcare community you know and and you're kind of legitimizing it then you're saying that yes there is there is a degree of affected that can be amplified during the holidays yes absolutely I feel like we see it very specifically in the winter but there can be a summer Um, seasonal affective disorder also. Yeah, people think it's not real, but the truth is it very much lines up with weather changes. And we'll talk in a second about a little bit about why that is, but it definitely is a real thing. And I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough. Are there like symptoms? I mean, I've spoken with Aaron about, you know, you know, we've talked grief. I think this is something that's always been an issue with me. It's just, I never thought about it. I'm like, why, why am I so depressed every October? It's weird. I like Halloween, you know, (laughs) but then I, I have other things, lost loved ones, uh, anniversaries tie into that month. So I have a couple of things going on there. And it took me a while to figure that out. But it was the change of the seasons that's always been a speed bump for me until I recognized what it was. And do you see that? Is there Are there symptoms people can look for other than the weather changing? Absolutely. And some of this, I think we just chalk up to it's a busy time of year. But feeling mm-hmm. zapped of energy, feeling down most of the day, losing interest in things that you once enjoyed. So not feeling up to that holiday party, that kind of stuff. Some people sleep more and we kind of chalk that up to less light. So I get better sleep, but some of that is due to our mood and our bodies. Uh Carb cravings, gaining weight, you know, Mm. we have a lot of holiday meals, but also we're craving more comfort food during that, during that time. So difficulty concentrating. And then sometimes it gets as bad as kind of thinking about not wanting to be here anymore. That's And you don't want it to get to that point, but man, that just shows you what it can do. Christmas for me is mom and dad. 
the Christmas tree, the fond memories, and I get a little sad. And there's a particular Christmas song that comes on, and it makes me think of that it, wonderful memories, but then I get this overwhelming sadness because, well, it's not that Christmas anymore. So I, I, that really hits a lot of folks. Uh, that's just one example, but I would assume during the holidays where this affects a lot of people. Absolutely. I think Thanksgiving and Christmas, especially, you know, Thanksgiving, you think about all the family members being around the table. And so when you do that, sometimes it makes you realize who's not there and it kind of punctuates Mm -hmm. that loss and makes it hit home a little bit more. And then with Christmas, we think about giving and thinking about others, but then we get home and we're alone and we think about who we've lost. As we get older, and you know, you couldn't have told me this when I was younger. It's like, oh, that's old talk. You know, but (laughs) as you get older, you lose more of your family members. And it does become kind of traumatic when you look around that table that was so big at one time that uh, isn't anymore. But you are seeing the kids filling those slots. And and that's just the way it is. But it it could be very tough, uh, I know, for so many on the holidays. What would be your recommendation for someone that does struggle so tough, specifically during Christmas and Thanksgiving? I mean, what would be a first step for someone? Might be listening to this. It's around the holidays. It's like, that's me. think finding your joy wherever you can. So I think about my environment. So sprucing up my room, decorate for the holidays, even if you don't feel up to it, because having Christmas lights and, you know, twinkling in the dark can really lift your spirits. There are other things that you can do too. Like if you get a light bar to make it brighter in your, your place, I think reaching out to your support system too. If you're feeling alone, even if you don't feel like talking, I think just spending time with other people or being out in public, you know, going, go shopping and be with the the crowds. You don't feel as alone. There you go. So I think that one of the things that that, you know, we've talked about, or maybe not said pointedly, but at least alluded to is the element of grief. But what other components are triggers for the, for a seasonal affective disorder? Because, you know, we're assuming that the holidays mean feelings and, you know, we're kind of going down that road, but it doesn't even have to be holiday centric, right? Right. So there's an element of this that's about our bodies and the chemicals that are in our bodies too. So there's less light in the winter. And so therefore we're getting less vitamin D, which is part of our feel good chemicals in Um, our body. Yeah. I think the seasons changing isn't just about feelings. It's about having less sunlight, having less time. It's a busy time of year for a lot of people, a lot of hustle and bustle. So we're overstretched. We're stretched too thin, overcommitted, doing too much, things like that. Then you throw in, oh my gosh, am I going to have money for the family this year for Christmas? Oh my gosh, am I going to get that bonus? I mean, there are so many components just, you know, if this is a pie chart of you and, you know, it's the, the season's changing, less sleep, more stress, and you miss some people in your life. Those are all red flags for some yeah. type of depression. You Absolutely. Know? And then the weather isolates us too. You know, we're, we're probably in for a really rough winter where we're going to be locked in our homes for a while after we just sort of escaped from the pandemic. I think this year specifically will be really bad to have to shut back down and go back into our homes. It's a good point. Leave the Christmas lights up at least till March. Yes. Well, <laughs> (laughs) And that also makes you assess who may be more susceptible. If you're talking about, you know, who is commonly affected by this type of thing, well, there you go. I mean, if you look at some of the triggers and then say, okay, so anyone who doesn't have great mobility, you know, they're going to be a little more fearful to go out in these months. Or shut in more than normal. Or shut in more than normal. Yeah. Anyone who relied on walking to get from point A to point B. Oh, that shuts that down. They're going to be more susceptible to this type of thing, you know. Anybody who, I don't know, works outside and gets laid off in the winter months. I, I don't, I mean, just I brainstorming here. I see that here. if they work half the year outside in the sun and it's a seasonal position and then the other half of the year they're shut in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I could see so many different avenues of different levels of this with many different people. Absolutely. When, though, does it become concerning? When is it 
you probably need to get some help or need to talk to someone? That's a great question. I think some winter blues are normal. We are having less sunlight, things like that. But when you should be concerned is if you're feeling down more days than not, or you can't seem to get yourself to perk up. So the things that normally would perk you up mm-hmm. aren't working for you. If others express concern about you, sometimes our family members might say, hey, you don't really seem like yourself lately. What's going on? That might be a trigger to you. Because sometimes I, when we're at the bottom of the well, we can't see the light above. Oh, and yeah. so having... Somebody mentioned that is a good indicator. And then, of course, if you're having any of those thoughts about not wanting to be here anymore, things like that, we want you to reach out and get help. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times the people that are closest to you or even the coworkers that are with you every day, sometime more than your family members, right. when they notice something's off, you probably should pay attention Right. To that, they will notice more than, you know, the guy down at the coffee place every three days. Right. You know? Well, and there's always the question, too, if you are in that friend or family supportive role, how, how hard is that? Well, and how hard is too hard to push? I mean, I know I've had instances with friends where I've been like, guess what we're doing today? Put yeah. your pants on. You know, <laughs> I like, didn't talk to Erin for like months after she said that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. you know, how hard do you push? Yeah. And, and if they say no, do you show up anyway? What is being helpful and being adamant and being really driven to help your friend? That's not pushing them away. That's a great point. And it's a delicate balance. I think some gentle pressure is good. So even if they say, no, I don't feel like going, you know, the occasional showing up or um, a surprise gift or something like that. I think keeping an eye out for the the warning signs too, if they're giving away their stuff or they seem like they've really shut down too much, they're not going to work as much, things like that. Then I think that's when it's time to really push hard and make sure that their safety is okay. Otherwise, I think just gentle pressure and then being there if they need you. I guess a question, can this happen to anybody? Someone has had some depression in the past or some other issues. Are they more likely to have seasonal affective disorder or can this just happen to anyone? I think if you have underlying conditions, it can certainly um, exacerbate a seasonal affect disorder, but also it can happen to anyone. We're all experiencing the time change. We're all experiencing the less sunlight. So it can really be anybody. Even if you have great coping skills, we're all going to have days that we just don't feel Mm -hmm. ourselves. To me, that leads me to a track of wanting to talk about prevention. I just think personally, there's all these people who are like, I love Christmas. And I mean, to be honest, I'm a little more like, yeah, same. Uh." (laughs) And it's not because I don't love all- You're a mean one. I'm not. I I don't think I'm a full-on Grinch. No, you're not. I find it incredibly overwhelming. And so, you know, little, little, you have little kids and it's like, oh, you know, you talk to people older than you and they're like, your kids, the Santa thing. Oh, I just miss that so much. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Same. Because yeah. all I can think about is the degree of difficulty that adds. And I feel guilty, right. but truly. And so I, I look at things like, you know, I have people in my life who I would love to get a gift to show them that they mean something to me, but not at Christmas. You know, I, sorry. I, I get I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get it. And it means more to get it a gift does, out I was of the blue, say, right? It means more. And yeah. so, um, you know, things like that, really minimizing that list of, of, of people that I have to buy for. And, you know, that gives me some financial relief and also some list in my head relief and you (laughs) know what just preventative things that those of us who know we're not quite as elf from the movie as we maybe would like to be and that's not a bad thing you know yeah Uh, 
I hate that stigma that we all have to be joyful all the time during the holidays. And it is stressful, especially, you know, for Aaron, our age with our little kids, putting the pressure of making Santa magical and all of that. And so I think reducing your expectations for yourself and for others. So like our family's growing. And so um, my extended family. So when we get together, it's a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of <laughs> effort to get gifts for all those people. It so is. we've reduced that for all of us and we bring a gift or two and we do a game and we make that mm-hmm. fun so it's a fun process instead of this stressful what do I get and then you get into you know what's the right type of gift and things yeah. like that so mm-hmm. just cutting out some of that and that has sort of reinvigorated our Christmas time yes. because I don't feel as stressed out I love that you brought that up because there are ways to limit your stress or those things that cause a certain time of the year uh, so I'm so glad you brought that up sometimes you just need a reminder I didn't realize that I every every October I just was in a funk and for numerous reasons. Now, every year, and it's almost like clockwork every year, I don't recognize it. I get this reminder text from my wife. Don't forget, October's a rough month. You can, you know, it's just a little pot. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's right. And then I know, and I'm able to rebound. I don't know if that's the word, but it does make it, it made this year a lot easier for me, just recognizing that I have a little tough time in October. So it's having those people to remind you they're there and remind you, hey, you can do this. Right. And I think giving yourself permission to be not okay. It's okay to not be okay, right? And then also giving yourself permission to not be stretched too thin. You don't have to go to every holiday party. Mm -hmm. I think once I got to the point where I'm like, I don't have to be everywhere all the time, that really helped a lot. Yeah, we have a we don't travel on Christmas rule. Anybody and everybody is welcome in our home, but we do not travel on Christmas. You almost have to do that. I mean, you really do. I I mean, those days of every single person gets a present from every single person from everybody in the family. Those days are gone. It's just not feasible anymore. And boy, that eliminates a lot of unnecessary stress on a, on a, a happy occasion, really. Well, and whoever is out there that needs to hear this, but you don't miss it. I mean, no. my my kids don't miss giving a present to their cousins. They no. want to hang out with their cousins. No, they want to they, they they run around the with their cousins. The funny thing Uncle right. Ed did at the table. They Can don't you believe miss, he passed gas like that? Right, yeah. right. They don't miss the gift exchange. No. You know what I mean? They the Right. And, and Moments. But we, yeah, the expectations that we set can be difficult. The other thing that I think the indulgence, you know, you Mm -hmm. talk about how you talk about part of this is mental and part of this is physical. Well, a physical component of truly feeling like crap just because of all the things all the time. Yes. Overload. Yeah. Yeah. Just like at parties and stuff, you feel the pressure to eat because it's there. And so I think thinking about, am I even hungry? Do I really want this? (laughs) Nobody's going to notice if I don't eat everything on this table. So yeah, I think tending to your body too. It's okay to indulge, but like you said, not overindulge so that you know you're going to feel terrible the next day so so just because now i'm very fascinated the holiday seems like the biggest boldest most i don't know normal example but your your reference to it not even having to be holiday not even having to be winter can you give some other examples of what could maybe spark sad disorder (laughs) now that i know the acronym yeah i think i'm most amazed that i never noticed Uh, that yeah Yeah, no, you raise a great point. I mean, and 
holidays aside, actually a lot of what we see in crisis and in our living room program is after the holidays have subsided. So it's that February, March, humdrum. Mm-hmm. There's nothing happening, nothing to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, those are brutal months. They really are. Yeah. So we almost have the opposite problem. So, you know, November, December, you're super busy, but then in January, February, March, there's nothing happening and you're locked in your house because of the weather and, and you're all alone. So I think that. Well, what advice to someone that hit, you know, the sad hits them? It could be around the holidays, the changing of the temps, that time of the year when there's nothing going on. What's the first thing they need to do? I highly recommend a light bar. That helps you replace the vitamin D. It brightens up your space and science proves that that will help you. So I think, think and thinking about your environment, make it sunshiny, make it bright and beautiful, something that you'll just enjoy being in the presence of. And then if that doesn't work, I mean, sometimes it does rise to the level that you need to see a, your doctor about it. Um, talk to them about how you're feeling. There are medications that can help short term. It doesn't require medications unless it's really, really bad, but it is something that could help. And I wish more people would give themselves permission to use a medication. Like if we have diabetes, we give ourselves permission to use insulin. So when we have a mental health concern, I don't know why people can't give themselves permission to use medication for that. There's a block with uh, medication and, and mental health, I think that's yeah. different than other type yeah, of uh, agreed and, and that medication could change their life and absolutely. perspective at the moment but the first step talk to someone absolutely uh you know but i love your examples of light the light to me is also one of those things that sort of i needed legitimized if i'm being honest because you see those things for sale like the it's right. just a box right it's just a box light actually my mom asked for one for christmas a couple of years ago and i was like i'm not getting her a box no actually <laughs> me and my trying to streamline christmas was like meh it's about the right price point seems yeah. quacky but whatever <laughs> I mean, you know, it's on our list. It's on my price point. I can click Amazon and buy it. And so we're just going to do that. She wants it. And I thought it was a little crazy, if I'm being honest. She was ahead of the curve, But I gave it to her. She was excited about it. And I asked her. I said, I'm just, can you kind of explain the box of light to me? And she, because it almost looked, it reminded me of like a box fan. Yes. Only it's just a light. Like it seems like the simplest oddest thing. Makes me want to get one for my desk now. Well, (laughs) that's what she said to me. She said, I want to take it to work. I don't have a window. Right. Oh, wow. And I thought, okay. (laughs) That's That's brilliant. Like, and at that point, still nothing, no professional was sitting in a podcast legitimizing it to me. So thank you for that. Yeah. But at that point, it, I, it didn't matter because, you know, she believed right. that that was something that was maybe going to positively yeah. affect her. And that was good enough for me. Exactly. You know, if, if you feel like this is going to bring some benefit to you, then I'm really grateful that, you know, I, I got this for you for Christmas. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to help. And the science is behind it. It affects your serotonin levels to not have enough sunlight. It affects our vitamin D and even our melatonin that helps us sleep. It increases it. It'll make us sleep more in the winter. So wow. getting a light box will help reactivate your brain. I got to tell you, moms. They knew something. I remember, I mean, just you talking about your mom. I remember my mom preaching, get out in the sun. Yes. You know, and it's like, wow, they they knew something, you know? And now we just have to remind folks that how Mm -hmm. important it is and it might help. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm currently wishing I had stock in a light box company. (laughs) Um, As this this podcast goes live, (laughs) I might be looking to invest. There you go. Uh, By the way, this podcast was filmed by a box of light. (laughs) Positivity life. There you go. So anyway, I also didn't know that those boxes um, had the potential of creating or what's the right word? Um, the vitamin D. Yes. 
And you want to make sure you get specific ones. That's yes. that, just, okay. Yeah. In general, is not necessarily enough, but right. they make specific ones. Certain right. type lights that that do that. simulate the vitamin D effect mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. Yep. Uh, that's great. I mean, I think that's uh, it's got me convinced that I might even ask for that for the holidays. Right. I mean, I and I even have a window by my. <laughs> but yeah. those those cloudy, dir- yeah. you know, dringy days that that could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to have a little extra boost. Some okay. of the other things I wanted to mention that you can do is we we do have a living room program at Horizon Health and that's a drop-in center where you can just come anytime. You don't have to have insurance. You don't have to have an appointment. You can come anytime the building's open. You can come and talk to us. We're open on the weekends as well. And that's just, you get to talk to somebody else that's like you that has been through similar things as you and just vent about it or talk about it, process your feelings, things like that. And it's nice just to have someone else say, yeah, I've been through that or yeah, I know what it's like or, you know, here are some strategies you can use, things like that. And we have a crisis line that's 24-7. So if you're up and those people are paid to do that so and they want the call. So if you're up at 4 a.m. and you need somebody to talk to, call our crisis line. Awesome, awesome information. Thank you so much for sharing that with all the listeners. And and, uh, Tara, thanks for all that you do and shedding a little light on (laughs) seasonal affective disorder. There you go. Aaron, thank you so much. We wish everybody a great holiday season. And uh, we encourage you to always go back to MyMixFM.com for Valley Health Check and more information on the great folks at Horizon Health, MyHorizonHealth.org. Ladies, thank you so much. Thanks, Kevin.